0: Welcome back to the Dog Show Drive with Wayne and Will. I'm Wayne Kavanaugh.
1: You are, and I'm Will Alexander.
0: Indeed. And this week we're going to be talking about sportsmanship, ethics, and judging breed type in the ring on the day. All that and more right here on the Dog Show Drive. are you will
1: i'm good i'm a whole lot better now i'm telling you so you're getting better back at every day. you're What's aging that? like
0: you're aging like fine wine you're getting better every day
1: yeah yeah
0: put a mm-hmm. cork in it
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey we're gonna see each other pretty soon the, i know it's exciting person. weekend exciting yeah. weekend we're both heading down to westchester and um somerset hills tuxedo park a great weekend of dog shows
1: and our buddy eddie's judging too so it's yeah. gonna be fun
0: and Valeria is a, it's a good panel. And I think, um, that the, the show always attracts good dogs Yeah, because you have a good panel and you have people who know what they're doing. And, you know, Mike well, and it's show. one of
1: those weekends that's always been, you know, oh my God, you guys got to go here. You gotta go to Westchester weekend. You know, it's, so I'm, 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 very excited to be invited to judge I'm really looking forward to it.
0: So. Yeah. It'd be fun to judge together. In yeah. fact, why don't they let us judge like together, together. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we have little discussions and, you um, know, no, no. yeah, well, okay. <laughs> then we can have a referee. We can have fist fights. We can have all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're both doing wine runner specialties too, which will be fun. Yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah, pretty good entries there. So I'm looking forward to it. And Oh, Virginia Murray's also on the panel. Yep,
1: she's doing the the, the sporting <laughs> group the one day. Yeah, so that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, I've got to look and see who else is there It's as it's getting closer. Know what happens, Will? When I when I see all of a sudden, uh, I'll see a message from Delta. You know, you're, you're get or get ready to fly in the next check in. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> dry I cleaner, cleaners. dry cleaner. Oh, I have a great story for you. I'm I'm up in Grand Rapids, and there's a Brooks Brothers outlet, and I know you and I love our Brooks Brothers outlet. Yeah. And I go in, and it's fifty percent off everything Man. in the store. It's only for two days, and. I buy a suit that I think is really nice, and it comes out with the points I already had. This five hundred dollar, six hundred dollar Brooks Brothers suit was forty nine dollars. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I was so excited. So I get home, and I thought I'm going to go right to my tailor and drop it off, and maybe she can get it done not in time for this weekend, but for you know soon enough. The quicker I get it in there, so I drop it off. And she goes, Oh, you're here to pick up your suits? I'm like, Well, I'm here to drop off one. She goes, Well, you know, you have two to pick up. I do. She goes, Yeah, here they are. Exact suit. Now I got oh, two. No wonder no you like <laughs> it so much. <laughs> well, they might not be exact, but if I wore them back to back, people would think I wore it the, next, the same one. But now and I'm you're in a dilemma. Hans <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But now I'm in a dilemma because for 49 bucks, I can't drive to Grand Rapids and back. So I don't need two of the same suits. What size we're, is it? Forty-two.
1: Well, we're about the same size.
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's a nice okay. suit. So I thought there's no sense driving back. So she's fixing it anyway. She's tailoring it to, to me, which is you know way bigger in the shoulders and oh, yeah, the chest and the, way the, bigger testosterone. <laughs> Anyway, by the way, this is, you know, these aren't things you can put on your expense sheet when you hand it into a dog show, right? Suits, tailoring, dry cleaning, dry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you make a lot of money judging. If you're doing this to make money, you haven't even thought one bit about what this sport is all about. Yeah. Now, you can if you have you know 19 groups, if you're one of those people who's been approved to do 37 groups and you want to go every weekend, you can come out with a profit. But if you're a regular schlep with one or two groups, you have no shot at getting rich.
1: <laughs> Damn it. It's always been yeah. my goal. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, hey, great.
1: we're rich in other ways.
0: So it we matter. are rich in other ways. Will we have tremendous wisdom. Right. But we also old. Oh, so we forget where we put the wisdom. <laughs> you know, um, Cheryl said, you really have your stuff together. I said, yeah, but I can't find it. Check behind the couch. Anyway. Um. We have, we have, we had some good weekend. What did you do last weekend? Didn't you go to dog shows?
1: I was at a dog show, yeah. Um, in, in Windsor, Ontario, I was at a dog show.
0: Oh, I love Windsor.
1: Yeah, I got, yeah, I got to see who I hadn't seen in a million years the two gyms, Jimmy Fredrickson and James No. That was fun to see, you know. I, they're such good guys. I always have fun with them. So,
0: yeah. How's the doctor? There was other
1: people on the panel too, like Mary White and, uh, and there was just some there were some good people. I, I left early because I was I, I get tired fast right now. I'm not yeah. back up to a hundred percent. So yeah,
0: yeah. Well it's good. That Bob and Lane were
1: there too. I love seeing Bob and Lane Whitney they yeah. Were
0: there. Yeah, they're good folks. Real good folks. Well, it'll it'll be fun to see uh see you down in Westchester, but I'm glad you had a good weekend there and I'm glad you paced yourself because we want you to make sure you're there, damn it.
1: Yeah, no, I did. I, if I woke up one morning, I, know, I forget which morning, I thought, oh, you know what, I think I need a break.
0: <laughs> I was in um, Amana, Iowa, Amana Colonies, Iowa. So, Iowa? Yeah. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. And anyone who thinks that Iowa is just flat and corn hasn't been to Iowa City, hasn't been to Cedar Rapids. Those are great cities. Lots going on. The water runs through it, so there's little hills and stuff. It's it's really pretty. It's um, a field of dreams. It's a field of dreams, Will. But there is a lot of flatland and corn. But yeah. these cities are beautiful. Um, all the... the you know, There's like quads and... Tr- I don't know the names, but there's groups of cities, and they have numbers, and people go to them. But they're really pretty. Iowa City is very cool. Haley did a residency there, or whatever they call it, um, at the hospital in Iowa City, which part of the university. And we thought, well, you know, what's that going to be like? We went out to get her set up and get her a place, and we fell in love with it. The restaurants downtown, the art scene, live music, it's a very cool city. Yeah, And the same is true up in Cedar Rapids. And we drove, uh, it's about a half hour to the showgrounds in Amana, but a beautiful place. And it's in Amana Colonies, which has a great history that no one needs to hear, except I'll give you the highlights. It was one of those, um, it's one of those places where, uh, German settlers came in years and year, in the 1800s and set up sort of a communal living uh, operation and had their own uh, way of running an economy and all that stuff. But they weren't Luddites by any means. Uh, they were progressive people. Uh, one of them came up with the first refrigeration system to keep their all their goods uh, sellable because they were farmers, uh, lots of cows and goats and stuff. And then um, a guy... Invented a washing machine that really caught on, and they had a great business doing that. And if you've heard of Amana washers and dryers and appliances, that's the genesis of those Uh-oh. brands, which was then purchased by Maytag and Whirlpool and others. Mm-hmm. But there's still a cool collective feeling and a great history there. And I wish I had more time to go to some of the interpretive centers and the antique places and some of the old houses because it's it's quite interesting. This was held at an RV park, by the way. If you wanna have a good entry have your dog show in an rv park because there's more rvs and dogs anyway now yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it worked out great um there was a serious issue there it was 99 degrees 98 degrees Ugh. and it was rough it was rough the good news is there was a, a breeze that was almost a wind well it was windy uh, your ribbons and judges' books would fly off the table. An iPad wouldn't, Will, which we should have to record. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's another reason. You know I was gonna Let's go. Mark
1: there. <laughs> that down. Another reason to switch yeah. to iPads.
0: Yeah. But the papers did fly around a bit. Um, so that helped having that breeze. That can also be a hot air blaster, you know, when mm-hmm. it's coming off. Do no, you have I a haven't. corn sweat? What's that? Corn sweat.
1: Have I ever had a corn sweat?
0: No, have you ever heard of it? No, no. It's a weather phenomenon where because of the irrigation, the humidity, uh, it produces a, a dew point drops and changes. So you can get a pretty humid environment as well because of all the irrigation and the corn. But uh, it was, you know, we made it work. There were, there was a small air conditioned building. And the second day they moved the groups indoors to that building, which was a big, big success. People were very, yeah. happy. I was out there from eight in the morning till, two in the afternoon, Um, I had, we all had about 20 feet of shade from the tent. So I judged everything in that little area. I had the exhibitors turn their dogs sideways because if they're standing where they normally would parallel with the fence, I'm out in the sun. And I can't see, first of all, because the light changed in the dark. Mm. Um, So I had them turn sideways in the shade. And it worked fine. They all caught on. They have no problem with it. Actually, the breeze was blowing on their faces, which was nice. The dogs, going anyway. And, Will, when you take them down and back, they're already facing the way you want them to go. <laughs> There's not a lot of loopy-doopy. There's no
1: room to do their little fancy turn. Off
0: you go, straight you go. <laughs> um, but it, it worked fine, and we kept the dogs in the shade. I didn't. I had sunblock on, but I didn't need it. I mean, yeah. it was. I didn't go out in the sun much. Uh, at the end, I would bring in certain breeds, Uh, if they were this free stacking kind of, you know, you want to see them freestanding, not basset hounds, but you know, some retrievers. (laughs) I put them out in the sun and I went out there for a second, let them do their thing, um, which worked fine. But yeah, we all do we bring out the peekineese, just let it stand there. Yeah. (laughs) Bring out the bulldog, the peekingese, and the basset, and let's see them cock their ears from 20 feet away, please. (laughs) So
1: fun. We were talking about this earlier. I was judging an English center especially somewhere, and, and every one of the handlers, I'd approach them and they'd touch the back of their heads and pop their ears up. So I would put the ears down, right? Put the ears down, and I'd look at them, and then I'd move them and they'd all bait them really high. So they'd look up at you and their ears are on top of their head, and they're almost cross-eyed. <laughs> so I had I had to stop. I say I, I finally said to them, there is no English setters that look good with their ears on top of their head, and I said I don't want to see them looking up cross-eyed. I don't want to see their ears push forward. I said drop them down by their eye, and that's how I want to see them. But a lot of them didn't understand. Some of them thought I was measuring ear lengths when I was dropping their ears. It's, so it's it's just funny how people perceive things, and these are it's a breed specific way of showing dogs, and, and English setters are not really a baiting breed. <laughs>
0: Shouldn't be anyway. Yeah. You know, you do have. Um, I had to tell a few people are great about it, but you just say, you know, here I am trying to look at your head, and you've got both hands covering its entire muzzle. Perhaps this is the point where you should give me some more space to look at your dog's head. But and then you get the ones where you know we talked about this before. Show me the bite, and all you can see is them looking at the bite the and back of their head. head. <laughs> How
1: is it? Tell me. Is it good? (laughs) Anything in there? Let me know.
0: (laughs) But it was great. We had great dogs, great fun. I mean, the people were so good about the heat, handling it well, tolerating it. Everybody was great with reducing energy. I didn't move the dogs very often. And if I did, it was, I would say, small circles. Actually, first time I said half circle, and I thought, that would be odd. Just going halfway and stopping. A half circle isn't what I meant. So I said, small circles, because you don't need, this is a really big ring. And when it's that hot out, there's no sense making them go the exact edge of the ring right. with a cocker spaniel. Um, you know, it just wasn't necessary. But yeah, we, had, we we figured it out. We were. I do worry, though, right? I mean, we had a lot of shows that were held in the last couple of months that were in the high 90s, low 100s. What's the cutoff, Will?
1: Oh my gosh, it's been so hot here. I couldn't imagine showing dogs or judging dogs out there right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I started with a jacket and tie, and a hat. It was even too hot for the hat. Yeah. And and um, I was thinking about a t-shirt and flip-flops and shorts, and that would have been a.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we always knew when Forsyth took his jacket off, we were allowed to take ours off. Oh man. <laughs>
0: Wasn't that true for yeah. any of you who weren't around then? Until Bob took his jacket off, no one did, And he had short leaf shirt. He always yeah. wore oh, short yeah, dress short-leaf shirts. shirts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. no one in the world had shorts. Yeah, I don't even know if you can buy them. But Bob, had <laughs> shorts. Oh well, yeah, if you want to work
1: at like Zellers, or do they have Zellers down there? I don't. Know. It's, it's like a. It's a department store. You know. <laughs> Hello, my name is. I work at. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Bob has a little short sleeve dress shirts. Yeah, it's great. But uh, yeah, and you know, you do, uh, you would hope. And then once in a while, uh, when I had my, I had my jacket on for at least 15 minutes in the morning and then it came off and, and people came in in all kinds of outfits. I didn't care. Too darn hot. Too darn hot. Oh, for sure. It was fun. Oh, and they had puppy groups. Well, and that can really be fun. And they did it right. They had the, you did your owner handler and puppy groups back to back, but they were, they started an hour before the regular groups. So you had those going already and that worked out pretty well. So they had two rings in the building mm-hmm. and I had a puppy group that was outstanding, um, beautiful puppies. They weren't baby puppies and 10 months yeah. old. You see,
1: but- puppy groups are official up here. So they they go after the sporting group because oh. sometimes a puppy will place in the group, which means only the dogs, only the puppies that in the breeze that placed ahead of them come into the groups. So you'll end up sometimes you end up with just four dogs in the puppy group. Oh, yeah. very cool. Not a real good group process of elimination sometimes it's hard to, to talk people through it and they would they try to barge in there with their puppy. I'm something like, so are you already your puppy's already been defeated by this puppy because it beats your dog that won the breed? So, right. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know, but I was beat this first. dog.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> well, at the Beagles, uh, there were at Beagle specialties, is one reason I was in Amanda. And uh, the, the last day the judge messaged me that. It was kind of a heartbreaker because the veterans who had been competing all day on that day were special class, not eligible for best of breed. Oh. And that was a shame because there were some really yeah, nice there's veterans. some
1: good veterans. You want them in
0: there. Yeah. yeah. And I think on this particular entry, when people started to go home at the end of the week, she would have loved to have those veterans yeah. in there yeah. to fill out the quality. But um, I did try, Will. I did try one of your lines. I stole it right from you. Uh-oh. When the puppy group was coming in. They were all standing there, and my steward said, Hat, in what order do you want them? And I said, in order of quality. <laughs> Just everybody, makes it a whole lot easier, I think. <laughs> with a straight face, in order of quality, please. And they didn't know what, and then everybody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would make it so much easier if you could do that. But um, everybody should run in first if that's the case. Exactly. But, well, you yeah, got to
1: meet time. my good friends Mike and Sandy. Della I did. What there. nice yeah. people they are! Oh yeah, know? they're wonderful people. Um, they run a good set of shows here. They have two kennels up here, and they're just run perfectly. They're dark. they're really good dog people. I'm so enjoying them. So.
0: And it worked out great because well, I walked into the lunch room and there they were. So we got to meet and have lunch together and chat, and um, they were a lot of fun and good dog people. So yeah. this is Mike and Sandy. It's a, it's Jelina's, right?
1: Uh, I, I I hope I always I think it's Jelena, but I think sometimes the S is pronounced, but I'm I'm
0: not Jellina. Okay, whatever uh, it is, we'll we always you.
1: correct me. I just call yeah. him
0: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great to meet them, and guess who else was there? David Kirkland. Oh, David. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> you I go. judge with him. <laughs> everywhere I go, there's David. We should get a, a two-seater jet. Yeah. we could go to the shows all together all the time. What a good guy. What a good guy. He did his first hound group. Um, he's branching out. And it was just fun. Uh, the restaurant and the hotel were wonderful. They were farther, you know, a half hour, but easy drive in the country. Yeah. But it was a great hotel, and the restaurant was really good. And you could have a beautiful breakfast right there if you wanted. But at the show, they came around and took your orders uh, for a breakfast sandwich on a croissant and delivered it to your ring 15 minutes before you started. And then during the groups, you took an order on what kind of smoothie you wanted. And everyone got a banana to whatever smoothie you wanted. And um, little touches like that on a hot day made it special.
1: Oh, for sure. It, it just for makes course. it easier to... It's when you feel like you're, you're welcomed that way and they yeah. look at you, you, it just makes you feel good.
0: you know. Yeah. And on the, you know, those, um, I don't know, we, whatever they're called, they're metalish cups that you can put hot beverages in and cold. Oh milk. yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they had those with the Amana County's logo on it and judge on the back. Really nice touch. So little things along the way that make it good, especially on a hot day. Yeah. And uh, boy, the RVs were humming, all the generators were going well. We well, have to. Yeah, you know? oh. yeah. But a fine time was had by all. I'm getting smarter. Uh, it's about a six seven hour drive home for me, and I finished at four o'clock. So technically, I could make it home by one in the morning, driving around Chicago in the dark. Eh, not doing that. No. no. <laughs> so. I looked and I found Midway was some town i never heard of in one of the I states, either Iowa, Indiana, or Illinois. I'm not sure. And I made a reservation there right on the highway. So I went three hours. I got there at seven, plenty of time to have a little something to eat and go to bed, wake up early and drive home.
1: Yeah. I much prefer getting up in the morning and making my drive. If it's, if it's six to eight hours longer than that, I always, I always wait till the next day and go. I don't.
0: Yeah. You've got to be safe. You know, yeah. we're not, the judging population is not young. No. And that's something we don't talk about. We've, to get the number of CEUs and fill out all the damn papers you need to fill out and apply and get a response, it takes forever. So yeah. now we have a lot. I mean, the I don't even know what the age is, the average age, but I'll bet it's over 60.
1: For sure. You know, like you, I know it's an exaggeration, but, you know, you, it's like you, your 100th birthday, you get two twofold celebration, you get your 100th birthday, and you're all breed licensed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you started young, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you can't expect judges to want to drive home 10 hours in the dark. Oh. And clubs are going to have to start, you know, you're going to have to tell people, hey, um, I don't fly to airports on the red eye. And I don't drive at night, so you're going to have to get me a room for the next day for that night, anyway. Yeah. Um, and that's expensive, and clubs have to figure out how we're going to do it better than people getting in a wreck on the way home at night. Oh, for sure.
1: Um, and you need, and let's just face it: you need after judging all day, you need some decompressing time. You need to. It's just to, to get in your car and just drive home. If it's only a few hours, obviously, you know, you yeah. get home because we all like getting home. But it comes a point where you're you're just too tired to. Drive all night. It's not like we're kids anymore. Drive straight to Florida and show the next day.
0: That's right. Oh, boy. (laughs) Or hitchhike to Florida. Um, Yeah, well, that was the 70s. So, Anyway, uh, I did something I've done two or three times. I forgot the pink sheets, Will. Uh Uh-oh. I forgot them. The catalog, yeah. You can find that online the same day. But the pink sheets, you need them for the CEUs. yeah. Yeah, you have to have the pink sheets because we you need look, them
1: up here too. Just, you know, for, we get them in a, to to get approval. You have to have your sheets and everything in order.
0: order. Well, fortunately, Foy Trent, it's a great little superintendent for most shows uh, out here. Um, it's just a bunch of good guys. James comes, shows up, uh, he rides his Harley to the shows, no matter where he's from, and a uh, super guy. And he often is kind enough to just mail them to me. But uh, yeah. Young bunch of guys, and they really do a good job oh, getting it all done, and that's Olive, um, our little beagle, who's crying. Can you hear? Well, oh, I
1: can't hear it all. No, I'm good. It's like I'm your tongue now, drum. I can't hear it
0: either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that means Cheryl's home. I'm going to let her out. It'll take one second. Don't leave, uh, Will. Speak. I won't
1: leave. I'll wait here tell for Tell a anything. story.
0: Tell a joke. Tell,
1: yeah. Tell a joke? Well.
0: It's <laughs> all before.
1: But we did talk about the half-hour drive from the dog show to the hotel. And you know what? That's not always a bad thing, the half-hour drive. Half-hour drive, sometimes you just lets you relax and, and think about nothing while you're being driven back to your hotel. So I, I don't mind that at all. So, like, I even when I when I'm showing dogs and then the hotels are further away, I don't mind. I don't mind that. And I, It kind of gets you away and lets you chill for a few minutes and then go about your business. So.
0: Yep, I usually listen listen to classical music to just calm down, get in the zone. You
1: Led Zeppelin,
0: yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's the only time I listen to classical music. <laughs> no, I do listen to it. But it's a great time to just decompress and relax and get ready for your day. I don't mind it at all, especially if you're ending up in a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was great. Uh, you know
1: cool. what I hate, though? and It's happening more and more. And they try to blame it on your phone. As you get the hotel, then you're, you're on the fourth floor and you're down the hall at 440. You, know, you walk all the way there and your key doesn't work. Oh, I know. <laughs> You gotta walk all the way back. Well, did you have it next to your phone? No, I did not have it next to my phone.
0: (laughs) It only happens late at night when you're really tired. (laughs) I
1: remember struggling one time. I had a crate, a dog, and I get there and I, the damn key
0: doesn't work. I
1: had to walk all the way back down there with the dog, with the crate. I left some of the stuff all the way in my bag, not the dog.
0: I have a story about that. I'll tell you off the air. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Those are usually the best stories. I know, okay, I I've turned it off. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a really good time there, and I'm looking forward to Westchester, too. I had I just did Seattle, uh, Amanda Iowa, and Westchester in a row. I, I just can't do that anymore, Will. Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's
1: yeah.
0: And it's the little things. During the week, you know, the two, three days you're home... You've got things to do and um, people are asking you to get stuff done and um, got, I have writing things that I've got to do. And then there's that living thing, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> being home with my wife for a minute. She went to Seattle with us. So that was great. She being Cheryl. Uh, she's a cat. That she used to tell me. But uh, it'll be a relatively... Is she, is she
1: coming this weekend?
0: No. Oh, oh. she's actually, funnily enough, she's flying to New Jersey also to go to oh. a wedding. Oh, okay. And I'm really happy that I have the assignment at Westchester because bless your relatives, love you all, but I'm not fond of weddings. Yeah, me either. So, but Brody <laughs> being the sport that he is is showing up as a stand in. Brody and Margaret are going. Oh, very good. So, that'll be fun. Uh, that's our son, Brody. And it'll be, it's always good to see him. So, uh, yeah, they'll be close, but we won't see each other. We're flying there on two different flights and flying back on two different flights the same day. But all's well. The other issue is um, I've got now I had October off, but I'm coming up to your way to Newfoundland.
1: That's not really my way.
0: (laughs) Actually, I'm way
1: closer to you than I am to (laughs) (laughs) Newfoundland. Oh, my God. Newfoundland. It's it's way on the It's next to Ireland, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Where the Vikings landed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those lazy guys went to the farthest point. Um, we can t- kayak over to Ireland, can't we? Well, <laughs> we can throw a stone. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be great fun. So that's it for October. Well, uh, that's not true. I have a little specialty somewhere in October. And then yeah, I did try. We have
1: tried... a Cocker specialty or something? Are we both doing a
0: Cocker specialty? Uh, yeah, we have that back. too. Yeah. We have a little Cocker specialty near, not too far. Um, Detroit Cocker, really good people. I'm looking forward to that. That's not too, it's in Monroe, Michigan, I think, or one of the M places in Michigan. Well,
1: maybe, it, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's the following one, and I don't have it here yet.
0: And then um, November, I have Fort Wayne, which I really love those shows. And then for the uh, December Marathon up to the Invitational, and that will be fun. So, when, when do you have the Cocker specialty down for? I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can find it though. Um, Can't it's I find it. Uh, September 29th is me.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. I, I see it too. I, I'm on I'm the, I'm the 29th as well, I believe. Yeah. I think and I'm then, in the afternoon and you're in the morning or vice versa. I forget. Yep.
0: And then October, all I have is the Canadian uh, Judges Association. Well, yeah, uh, conference. Yeah, that'll really be fun, and uh, looking forward to seeing everybody there. And then uh Fort Wayne, Northeastern. What are they calling it? Northeastern Indiana Kennel Club. First week in November, and then a couple of weeks off before we head to Florida. So, it's all good. Will some downtime, yeah. a little downtime in between. And now that I'm regular status for my whatever that means for the new breeds, I can apply for more breeds. All I need is three years and a bunch of pieces of paper and I can fill out the applications of some sort. I don't know. So I'm
1: <laughs> oh, exhausted
0: know. from it. Uh, I think this could be exhausts it.
1: Exhaust me listening how much you have to do. That's
0: so. ridiculous. I, I think this could be it when I'm done with this one. Anyway, I did want to mention sportsmanship. Well our mm-hmm. listenership was so engaged last week. Yeah. And we got more mail and more feedback than ever before. And I was thrilled about that, Will. I was thrilled that people were so engaged. It's become an issue. And I think it's it our It really world has.
1: Of- it kind of opened the, like, well, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into it again this week, but it, it kind of needs to be. But we'll go on with what you're saying, and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll say what I was going I say.
0: think it's a reflection of the entire world. We have less respect for the law, less respect for elders less respect for any, everybody. It's just cool to be a jerk now. And um, this isn't the sport for that. We, our sport depends on sportsmanship. It depends on a cohesive process of helping each other and not disparaging each other. It's important to our sport more than any sport I can think of. Uh, You know, we're not
1: getting natural to be upset when you don't win, but, take it back to your setup and sit down and catch your breath and get ready for the next time, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I had a wonderful discussion with a handler who uh, I did, I did not use his dog months ago in Florida, really nice guy. And I said to him, the one thing I appreciated is how you handled it. he just, you know, never changed his expression, just nodded, walked out. And um, that was wonderful. And that's the kind of thing that doesn't get applauded enough. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything. He just did the right thing. Right, that's the thing. Took his loss and off he went. And then he told me this weekend he wasn't happy with it. And I said, "I'm sure you weren't. You lost, you know." And we talked about why, and it was a great conversation that should happen more. And just the you know, you're being a great sport when you don't do anything extraordinary. If you lose, you graciously take your ribbon and off you go. There's a dog show tomorrow. You get someone smarter than me and Will, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. But it's <laughs> it's something that. We just can't let it get out of control.
1: Oh, no. and I know, and I, I wasn't sure I was going to go there this week because we had so much of this happen. This happened in Canada, so where that anyway? The,
0: yeah, the, the big one did. Yeah,
1: yeah, where the ground zero, if you want, if you want. Mm-hmm. But it opened up so many doors, and then you you start reading it because it, it hit social media, and it went it went haywire. And social media can be very unrelenting, like it's, and it gives people a forum that don't usually, you know have that form um but when i started reading thoughts about witch hunt believe you me this was not a witch hunt like nobody wants that it it was self-inflicted it was and uh (laughs) i know it was overwhelming to see all the comments but it was upsetting when you saw all the comments from people you didn't even know that had been touched by this abuse almost yeah They all had their own stories. That's, that's opens your eyes and that tells you something that it's, 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 uh, it's almost you reap what you sow. Like I, you you feel bad. You hope it gets righted and you hope people learn from it and, and, uh, especially the, the person in that that was the focal of it all the, the the ground zero of it all but again you know you you have to take responsibility for your own actions and yeah. we all have moments and this is the most forgiving sport there is The people have done horrible things in this sport mm-hmm. and two weeks later they're welcome back with open arms mm-hmm. uh, it, but there comes a boiling point it is consistent 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 like I said, I, I no one wants to see people get in trouble. But, you know, you reap what you sow. Yeah, you know, That's all there is to it, you know.
0: It's true. And and I think it was, as horrible as it was, it was the, the silver lining is that people really joined together, saying, we've got to stop this. We've got to think more uh, personally about how we react to it. My favorite things at dog shows when I would hand out a fourth out of four and that person would say, thank you and smile and mean it and take that ribbon. Yeah. You know, that's, that's so important and how you win's important too. You oh, know, jumping sure. up and down like you just won the lottery and no one wants to see that, you know, yeah. um, just take your ribbon and, and smile and graciously accept the award and move on.
1: But you're right. It did reach all corners of our dog show world. I got messages from everywhere, you know, yeah.
0: It was a hot topic in Iowa. It was a hot topic in Seattle. So, yeah, Yeah. it's um, it's the kind of thing that we just need to be mindful of. And sometimes it takes something like this to to bring people to their to to at least think about it more. Yeah, Um, I'm speaking in ethics about ethics. I'm sorry. I'm not speaking. in. I'm speaking about ethics at the Canadian conference. And it's all such a part of the whole gestalt. Right. I mean, you've got you can't be ethical without having good sportsmanship and you can't be ethical without wanting to learn about your breed so that when you win or lose, you know, uh, different opinions, I, it really, if you're not serious about educating yourself, if you're not serious about learning enough about breed type and not just putting up the poster dogs, you won't have the conviction to be ethical. Right. And you'll end up doing things like, well, you know, I didn't need to study enough about this breed. I just put up a nice general dog and and that dog wins all the time. So I'll put him up. That's unethical. That's just not it's it's not it's a lack of excellence that causes breaches in ethics and sportsmanship and responsibility. You have to have it. You have to be focused enough to learn. Because if you're not learning that's not being ethical easier in in, in addition to the obvious conflicts of interest which is a you know a more direct way to look at ethics right but it goes beyond that it goes beyond that it's it's to be ethical and responsible in the sport you deserve to learn Um, i have no problem and i did it again this weekend defeating top winning dogs i'm not out to kill giants trust me there's a reason they're top winning dogs but if I find that a dog has more breed type and maybe doesn't move quite as good, but good than the big flyer who won the night before, I'm sorry, I'm judging breed type. I can't judge it in every breed that I don't know yet. Okay. I hope to. Can anybody judge breed type in all 400 breeds? I don't know. Is there 400 <laughs> breeds now? <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> FCI breeds, I think they're up there. But um, I think the AKC is bringing in 400 more in April. But I'm not sure about that. I think maybe it's 300 more they're bringing in. I'm not certain. And just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. But (laughs) It's true that you're never going to be perfect in all of them, no matter who you are. But without wanting to learn, without going beyond the breed standards and looking into other ways to study. When I do a seminar, Jim Edwards and I used to do them, the two-dayers. And we used to say right in the get-go. We are not here to give you answers. You won't get any answers from us. We're here to give you questions to ask yourself. And if you ask yourself those questions seriously and ethically, you'll come up with your own answers because you need to do that on your own. If you come in here and we give you the answer, you've not learned it. You didn't learn. So
1: many times when you ask the question, you already know the answer. It's true. You know it's
0: absolutely true.
1: Gee, if I ask you, oh, Wayne, should I should I put a hundred dollars on so and some football team? And if I'm asking you, I already know the answer. No, the yeah. Yeah. answer's <laughs>
0: yeah, <really. laughs> yeah, always no when it comes to that stuff. But when you uh, when you sign up for this sport handler, breeder, exhibitor, judge, show chair, whatever it is, you have a responsibility to learn, not just to learn about. Who wins and replicate that every weekend. If you're not secure in your convictions, if you're not secure in the knowledge of that of these breeds or your process, you're gonna end up being a crook. Because you're yeah. gonna end up doing what everybody else does. Or you're gonna end up putting up faces, you're gonna end up putting up handlers uh that Often deserve to win, but not always, yeah, right?
1: It doesn't necessarily mean you're a crook. I hate. Like, I've always had this conversation. Some people it comes like you already touched on it. It comes to education, and then they 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 see Wayne Kavanaugh walk in with a pointer. Well, they're relying on Wayne Kavanaugh because they, they can't rely on themselves.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, you're not a crook. You're it's, but it's it's not ethical. Right. Uh, I think there's a fine. There's a maybe a big line there. But certainly, you're not intentionally being a crook. No. But you're robbing the sport of its responsibility by just going in. And you can get away with that the rest of your life, by the way. Oh, sure. You can can judge all 97 groups (laughs) um, by just reading the ads and putting up the best presented dogs and the magazine ads, uh, the handlers, the people you know. Um, You can get away with that. I see it all the time. see it all the time. But the problem with
1: that... When we have judges that just do that, it starts the education of the handlers change too. They start thinking, oh, because my dog stands four square and arches his neck, it's the best one in this ring. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, it's the best trained one in this ring. that's You're not judging a breeding stock at that point. I, I remember showing a Gordon Setter to uh, in the best of breed competition, the judge pulled out two dogs and the other dog stood perfectly four square looked at the judge it was a little soft on top but i just stood there right mine was bouncing all over bouncing all over and i was trying to get to settle into it at least a, putting four legs in the ground and the judge ended up giving my dog the breed and the young handler got so upset but it was because he was going on about the free stack and i said that just because your dog is the best trained doesn't mean it's the best type in the ring you know it's you this isn't well? junior handling
0: you know absolutely in fact it just it's and you and so if you're not if you don't have that conviction if you're not secure enough in your knowledge you're afraid you might even know hey you know what that gordon's got a lot more breed type and is better constructed and moves better you're not shown real well today he's not nailing the free stack so the crowd should probably want me to put up the well-trained one i right. look like an idiot if i don't here's a clue Don't care if you look like an idiot if you know in your heart and your brain that you've put the work in and you know exactly what you should be doing. I had a really nice dog this weekend that I couldn't use because the other ones were better. Was he a better show dog? Yes. Was he better painted? And I mean that literally, unfortunately. Yeah, probably. But was he as good in the features of the breed that I think are important at the time? Yeah, not as good as the other ones, but good. So should you win every weekend because you always win? Not in my mind. I don't yeah. care. I'm selfish, Will. I don't care what other people and That's
1: are. what it comes down to. We talked about earlier that Tom Horner, you know, quote, you need yep. to be selfish. And that's I, I since you told me that quote, that goes through my head every time I think about judging.
0: Yeah, I try to actually read it to keep it because you'll get in that ring and you're a human being and you'll think, but I had it happen in flat coats this past weekend. I had a dog that was really well put together and pulled together and it was a good flat coat. I had a puppy who maybe there wasn't going to ever be enough of her, not enough bone, not enough substance, but beautiful shape and way better on her legs. And I put up the older one that was in good shape. It came back in for the breed with another handler. Oh my God. It looked like, it looked horrible. It looked horrible. Couldn't move like the other handler had it moving. And the kid that went reserve is walking away. And I'm thinking, come back, little Shiva. (laughs) Come back, little (laughs) Shiva. (laughs) You know, you're going to make mistakes if you're honest. And that's all there is to it. That wasn't a mistake. That could have gone either way. Not a problem. But still, if you're not second-guessing yourself, if you're not rethinking your ribbons, you probably haven't learned enough about the breed. And again, I'm not saying I'm an expert in every breed. Uh, No one is. Annie was not. Yeah. Uh, and she'd be; she would have been the first one to tell you so. So, yeah, it, it's it's a responsibility we have to have good sportsmanship, to be ethical enough to do your own thing and be selfish as a judge, and for everybody to really understand what breed type is in their breed. Handlers can, you're right, Will. They fall into that trap. Will I win? Easily, yeah, yeah. Must be a good keep
1: one. Things in perspective, you know. You need to know, you need to know what I that's I teach in my seminars, in my classes. You need to know your dog before you can start judging other people's dogs. It's true. Oh, I lost a so-and-so. Mine, uh, do you even know what your dog's supposed to do? Why mm-hmm. it was bred, why, why it does this, why it carries itself this way? Most of them don't know, but yeah. it becomes an ego thing, you know, and you know, they love their dog and they think it's the best one, you know. Not like me and my Bouvier. Well, he is the best one, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> and I did have the best wolfhound that ever lived. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, but if I took him to a dog show and he didn't win, I'd understand. I Don't really I knew where I'd improve him. Um, there's a breeder around here. She was in Iowa. She's so wonderful. And wolfhound breeder. And she was kind enough. And she told me she was going to do this. And I'm judging a pretty good Labrador entry. And I looked behind right outside the gate. And there's this four month old, maybe five month old Wolfhound bitch. But you son of a gun. You. Of a gun. <laughs> First of all, I can't pay attention. And second of all, I really want to bring her home and my wife will kill me. So after the show and she did something well in the puppy groups and all that. And after she said, did you bring a leash in a bowl? And I said, if I did, I'd have a bowling ball over my head when I walked in the door with another wolf. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's a great breed. Love those dogs. Everybody should own one that can. And oh, I, I love the breed too. And I always tell Joss and
1: Gagne, I want one. I want one. You know, it's just because oh, I just I just love them. And you know, whenever man. she brings one of the dogs, I go over and see it. And there's there's such a good breed. And, and I saw a lovely one last weekend too. Yeah, I would have taken him home too. But uh it's a, it's just it's a beautiful breed, it really is. I can't, I can't if I brought home every dog that I fell <laughs> in love with, I'd be oh. Well, you're kind of Uh, close.
0: How many different breeds do you have I know,
1: I know. But I I saw an English Cocker Puppy. I fell in love with (laughs) again, too. Because that was my first breed. And I thought, oh, my God, she's so pretty. (laughs) You
0: know, that's another, that's a breed standard that everyone needs to to think about. If you're ever going to go watch them, it says parallel planes. It doesn't mean what you think. It doesn't mean the top skull and the top of the muzzle are on the same plane. It means from the front the planes of the sides of the muzzle and head. In other words, their back skull is not wider than their muzzle. Right. Uh, it's it's you can use your hands, just put them there. And in fact, if you're judging them, do that and show people you understand it's supposed to be parallel on the side. Um there's all those little little things that make breeds unique and you've got to go by. I mean, for me a flat head, a flat head. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm one of those. A flat coat without a one-piece head isn't a flat coat, and that's all there is to it. And I will look at that head from the front, from the side, and everywhere else to make sure it's got that piece. Not to say you throw out the rest, you know, the baby with the bathwater.
1: Of course not. Like, there's been dogs over the years. Like, when I was in the 60s, there was... Two very famous English cockers. It was the George Dog Galaxy and it was Ann Cram Simon the Teddy show. Yeah. They were so different. They were, they were so night different.
0: Day. Night yeah. Day.
1: But you know, Simon had big legs and carried a back. You know, he wasn't as typey probably as George was. He was but not. You understand why they were victorious in their own areas or victorious yeah. in their own times. Yeah. But
0: Galaxy had a headpiece, oh he, he, he had the bone, he had the round butt. He was he the reason stuff. I
1: fell in love with English
0: cockers. Yeah, he was a great one. We've had a bunch of good ones um, along the way. And, and people get fooled by the different colors, right? Um, well, I like solids, really, because I just like good English cockers. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> And it's the same thing with, oh, I had a wonderful instance of a judge doing an interesting thing last weekend. A judge I really respect a dog he's done a lot for it's a beautiful dog he put up a young dog over it and i know exactly why on that day it might not happen twice and it, he didn't judge the show record he didn't judge what's going to happen in the groups tonight what i would have done he done i don't think so doesn't matter what he did was he was selfish will he got the win records and the handlers and the wins before and the wins the night before and the He raced all of those and judged on breed type in that ring that day. And I just, that's, and oh, he was, you know, just trying to be a giant killer or whatever. Mm -mm. I know this guy. He's real good. He just liked that dog better in that moment. And that is hard to do without wondering in your head are the people going to all think I'm crazy? At ringside, going to wonder what I did? Too bad. Do what you want to do. Yeah, well, they need to
1: understand. You need to keep things in perspective, and if you really look at them, you'll understand if you have the knowledge to
0: understand. So. He's all over the place. Why? Because he didn't put up the top-winning dogs?
1: And sometimes <laughs> you have to be all over the place. You, you know, do? you can't help it. Right. You, you, you know, you, you can't make them what they're not. <laughs> you have to put up what's in front of you.
0: You get a big entry, and and at the end of the day, you put up best of breed, best of winners, best of opposite, select dogs, select bitch, and they say, you're great because they're all from the same litter. And I'm like, no, because if they're all ugly, they're still from the same litter. Exactly. <laughs> you know, sometimes your best ones all look different, you know. You yeah, I just they it's kind of like a lookalike contest for ugly dogs. Um, I just won that. Yay! I'm a great judge. No, it doesn't always work that way. Do you remember Max Magder? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Max was judging. It was a class of three, and it was all people he knew. So he, he knew it was a horrible class. It was all like yeah. we were; they were all just trying to get these dogs finished. They were probably all happy to see each mm-hmm. other because the quality wasn't very strong. But there's only three. And after he went over them and did what he had to do, he placed them ugly, uglier, ugliest. <laughs> Nowadays, you get in big trouble. But we all were like, oh. He's
0: right. (laughs) It's beautiful. Yeah, why not? Why not? I was more than prepared to withhold this weekend because I had that two weekends in a row where it was borderline, and I should have, and I didn't, Uh, but I didn't have the situation. I had real nice dogs, but it happens. We have to be more ruthless about that, too. Gene Blake took a bunch of it, a bunch of heat for doing it, uh, and a big class of pointers. I think there was probably five or six in there, and he was right. No, know, he was right. In my mind, he was right. But more important, in his mind, he was right. Well, in his mind, yep. you know, that's what's important. Not what I think. He went in there and he told me after. I can't imagine any of those being champions. Why would I give and them Gene's points?
1: Gene's good at that. He'll tell yeah. you exactly what he, why he did something. Yep. I love talking to Gene about dogs. You know, another thing that bothers me a bit, I don't know if this is the next show or not, but, but I can you know, we're running out of time, is... These new records, these new records are making me crazy. crazy. It's, it's like, you almost need an asterisk like baseball, you know, before steroids and after steroids. (laughs) It's true. It just, it makes me crazy. When you see someone that, oh yeah, we just beat, you know, Rockfall Colonel's record. Well, Rockfall Colonel had eighty shows to go to that year
0: <laughs> because he wanted to them win all. them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't have three hundred to choose from and in plane ride and go go win a two hundred dog dog show somewhere and add that to his best in show record, which is fine. But you, it's it's apples and oranges. It really
0: is. Boy, you're right, Will. Cause there was a bunch of 200 dog shows this weekend after the big weekend last weekend where I was saying about all these entries over a thousand didn't happen this weekend. We were right back to 300 dog shows. So yeah, go win 80 of those. That's the same as Rockfield corner, Rock Falls, Colonel winning all the big, you know, it's not even close. I
1: had, close. Not even I had close. a competitor. I won't say what breed or anything that after the dog I had shown at one point was the top winning dog. Best in show-wise of that breed. Well, someone messaged me and said, well, my dog now is about to, our next best in show, we're going to pass your dog. So they actually, they called the breed and the breeder called me and told this to me. Could we put an ad in with your dog and my dog almost like passing the torch? And I thought about it, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, you can." And the breed, my breed was like, "What do you find? I said, "But they have to state at the bottom that our dog was shown for 16 months, not six years."
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. They never
1: put the ad in. <laughs>
0: that's great. Good. Well done, Will. Well yeah. done. I had someone post. I think it was it was Vicky. Um, no, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking Philinger, but that's not her last name anymore. Yeah, um,
1: but we all know Vicky Fillinger. yeah.
0: Um, she posted a thing. Steeler? Yeah, 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 you're right. And she Vicky. posted a uh, a picture of a dog that she showed, which is cool. She got It's her own. She showed it herself. It's rare that she does it. And in a little post on Facebook, guess what she included? Well, the dog's actual registered name. Uh-huh. It's Siren Dam's registered name. It's Breeder's name. It didn't just say... Isn't Bob great out of Susie and Max? You know, it drives me nuts. It's not that hard to put their full name in. It's not that hard to put their siren. Dam. If we're evaluating breeding stock, every ad should have the siren dam, in my opinion, and the breeder's name, every ad. I want to see the siren dam's name. I want to yeah. see why that, why I want to track those. And so that's the 10th dog I like, sired by Fotsy Patsy.
1: I used to love ads that used to say, from the kennels of Lynn Clark, we present, you know, I used to love that. And they'd go on about the the sire, and they'd say they'd be named, they'd be the breeder, and, but I used to love that, I used to love it. It was one handler that always did that for when he put his handler pages into a Kennel Review from the kennels of so and so.
0: That's pretty cool. I thought that. No ads. No ads bug me. Besides the dogs on the rocks, That was bug so funny. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a dog. Let's take a Glen of a Mall or some breed that's supposed to not have that kind. Of, and put that on a rock and slope that top line. Yeah, it just drives me crazy. But the other one that's that bothers me, and I'm a car guy, and car collector, and I have too many, and all that, and I love fancy cars. Now you want
1: more, I heard, but okay.
0: <laughs> I think today, I'm not in a good mood today, so I think I need two. <laughs> go buy a car! It could happen. <laughs> I go for a walk, you go buy a car. <laughs> I have an appointment at 3.30, don't you, show Anyway, um, <laughs> But the ads with the Bugatti, the Bugatti or the Ferrari or something in the back of the dog—that's just funny. What is that going to do with anything? Oh, you have an expensive car. Let's put it in an ad. (laughs) And like, and it's
1: and it's like you see the ads. that not so much anymore. For a while there, we were seeing ads with with like the handler with their shirt off or or you know, flexing while they're looking at their dog. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> we all it's, should have done that.
0: <laughs> it's very cool how there's so many creative people putting together great ads. Wonderful ads. I don't believe the photographs anymore but they're wonderful ads. But it really, it doesn't hurt to put the dog's name in, right? No, it's
1: not too hard. I'll tell you, one ad that always sticks out in my head was an ad for Manhattan, the German Shepherd, yeah. and it was a two-page fold-out, and it was him standing on a gas pump, and it said, not your average gas station dog.
0: That was a great ad. Uh, what was an ad. He'd
1: be jingling goosebumps yeah. already thinking
0: about it. That was a great dog, too. I remember I was at the garden that year and with Tom Bradley. And as soon as he walked in, Tom said, I'll take Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> in the song it was great. There's little things that you don't forget, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I know we're running out, but I've got to just say, we didn't mention it last week. I am personally crushed, but the sport should be at the passing of David Helming. The what? The passing oh, the of David, passing Helming.
1: David Helming, I know. Yeah. Well,
0: that's a giant loss for this. It sport.
1: sure is. What a wonderful individual. What I just the way he kept those shows, you know, he just there was nobody better.
0: And he looked so good at Westminster. Yeah. And he's just such a great it, never mind all the amazing things he accomplished. But what a good human being. Well, he was just yeah. a good guy. He didn't yeah, care who you else. were, everybody got treated fairly. And he always had a smile and a good word and a nice note, a handwritten note. Um, but well, that, just, was shocking. that was shocking. Yeah, so sad. And um, oh, our heart goes out to the family and and to the members of Westminster where he was. Man. He was part of that. He was the family. You know? Wasn't he?
1: Isn't he? Wasn't he part of Westchester as well?
0: Yes, and a bunch of shows, that, um, especially some things. But mostly, I would think that Westchester and Westminster would be the two pivotal ones. And of course, Westminster's going to miss them terribly. And how fortunate that they just happen to have Donald Sturs stepping up, a young guy, to take the baton. Without having someone like that and having Tom Bradley back and some of the people that are back now, Sean McCarthy. Having those people back and having that army around them and Donald there is going to really help this difficult transition. And Sean
1: McCarthy's back as well? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, there. Oh, I, I love did. Sean
1: McCarthy. What a great guy
0: he is. Yep, and he had the thick black ring. Did I tell you that my neighbors, uh, our new neighbor, we're talking with her and she knows him? Her oh, just he a, he's just
1: a nice man. Mama. He just really yeah.
0: is. And according to Debbie, very helpful with people's careers yep. and all that good stuff. So, you know, it's a great loss for the sport. And, I, boy, it hit me harder than I thought, Will. One of those times that you hear... And you're expecting to feel badly, but that really hurt. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. It was. It was. I. I, I don't know what was wrong because it was. It was unexpected. Like when it when yeah. it came across, you know, like what? What? What do you mean? You know, that's like. Yeah, that like, you tough. look so good every time you saw me. I always looked great,
0: you know. Yeah, and he's just such a. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's just a great loss, and we do this so often because people are getting older in the sport, and that's another topic for another day. But. Why are we not attracting younger people? Yeah. What's going to happen to the sport in 10 years, 20 years? You got to do something. Anyway, that's all yeah. I got, buddy. Got to pack. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, me too. I got to get to work as well there, my friend. All right. Be safe out there, guys, and we will see or at least talk to you next week. You don't see us because you don't want to see us, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but we will talk with you next week. Stay safe.
0: Pretty hungry. No way. Wait. Yeah. Better be paying attention, Doc.
1: Thanks for the hey. do Ernie, use this in the blooper reel. That's right. We love you, Ernie.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in, Ernie. <laughs> Quit taking yourself so damn seriously. Wait. I'm We didn't mention (laughs) hot Isn't that
1: unbelievable? Put that in, Doc! Yeah, they want to see it in a blueprint. This is good. We're going to be here in a second, Wiener. Don't lose it, Doc! Hot. Hot.
0: Don't use that one, Doc. Don't use that one, Doc.